0: Top shoes. Recorded live. The books of the Bible, chapter five of Leviticus is going to be um, a topic on different types of sins and. This is letting you know that, you know, you're guilty, and this, of course, is talking to Israel, and in those days, but you're guilty of your sin. Let's take a look. King James Version, remember that. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus. And if a soul sin, and hear the voice of swearing, and is a witness whether he has seen or known of it, if he do not utter it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Or, if a soul touch any unclean thing, whether it be a carcass of an unclean beast, or a carcass of an unclean cattle, or the carcass of an unclean creeping thing, and if it be hidden from him, he also shall be unclean and guilty. So you see, these these are just um, the laws that God was going to have Israel um, have to follow when they were in the land of Israel, you see. And of course, a lot of this has to do with um, setting up a nation, and making sure that the people uh, were safe, like the unclean stuff here, you know? And that meant, you know, touching something that is unclean means dead, okay? (laughs) Or it's an unclean animal. And so just touching an unclean animal um, is... for them a sin or if something is dead it's you know it's a sin it's not good for them and that's what it's talking about God is showing them when you go into the land of Israel these are things that you don't want to you know you want to make sure that you stay away from uh And what's the next one? Three. Or if he touched the uncleanness of a man, and whatsoever uncleanness it be that a man shall be defiled with all, and it be hid from him, when he knoweth of it, then he shall be guilty. So again, the other thing that these are all talking about is that if you don't know that a sin is a sin, when you do know it's a sin then guess what? You committed a sin. So you're guilty of it. And it doesn't mean that when you know you've committed the sin, then you become guilty. No, you you were guilty of it before, but it wasn't until you realized that you committed a sin that you were guilty. Or if a soul swear, pronouncing with his lips to do evil or to do good whatsoever it be that a man shall pronounce with an oath, and it be hid from him when he knoweth of it, then he shall be guilty in one of these. So, um, this of course is talking about making an oath, swearing an oath. And it's talking about, you know, in the law of God, he doesn't want you to swear oaths and that kind of stuff. Israel was to only um, you know, trust in God and not swear any kind of oaths. So, let's just say that uh someone came along and they uh they had a person say some words, okay? And the person didn't understand the words. But what the words actually were was, you know, an oath. They were swearing to something. Okay? And so, the person's speaking a different language. So they can't understand that they're swearing an oath. So they're saying some words that they don't know what they are. And what they are is actually swearing an oath. So... You're guilty of that. And, of course, when you find out about it, you're going to know that you're guilty of that sin. So swearing an oath, God doesn't want you to do. Okay? And I'm talking about, this is for Israel. Okay? These are laws concerning Israel. Because in those days, people swore oaths for different reasons. And some of them were not good reasons. Because it says good or bad, good, or evil, God doesn't want them to swear an oath. It is interesting, when they come into um, getting the land of Israel, remember the story about those men that hid themselves. They knew Israel was winning all the land, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe that they were kings or something. And they hid themselves, or they made themselves look like something that they you know, beggars or something, and from faraway land, and they caused the leaders of Israel to make an oath with them that they wouldn't harm them ever, you know. (laughs) And they did that by trickery. And, you know, the leaders of uh, Israel said, sure, no, no, we're not going to harm you. Because, you see, God had told Israel... To kill all the people of the land at certain points when they were taking over lands, and these guys knew that, especially the kings, and and they didn't want to die, so they tricked Israel into performing this oath, and you know, meaning that they tricked them into performing it for the kings, so the kings would not uh, be killed by Israel. And of course, Israel found out about them and. And um, and what they did was instead of following the law of God and not have any oaths, they when they found out who they really were uh, because of the oath, they didn't kill them, but they kept them as um, servants. And and so of course, what happens? The the enemy is within your gate. All right, let's continue. And it shall be, when he shall be guilty in one of these things, that he shall confess that he hath sinned in that thing. So, uh, this is talking about if someone commits, uh, you know, some kind of uh, one of these sins, uh, says an oath, doesn't realize it's an oath, touches an unclean thing, um, you know, doesn't realize it's an unclean thing and then realizes it's an unclean thing. Um, You know, if all of these things, if someone comes to the realization of what they did, they must, what does it say, pronounce um, it says verse 5, and it shall be when he shall be guilty in one of these things that he shall confess that he hath sinned in that thing. So, What does that mean, confess? Does he go out and send herald to the nation of Israel? You know, oh, I didn't know. (laughs) He's going to confess it. (laughs) Then he does the next part, which is bringing his sacrifice to the priests. Okay? That's the whole point. That's what Leviticus is about. It's atoning for your sins. They had to atone for their sins through sacrifice of an animal. We as Christians, if we do something wrong, it's a sin, sure, but guess what? Jesus' blood covers our sins, and all we have to do is stop sinning, okay? It's that simple, all right? And so we don't have to do anything else except for stop doing the sin. Repent. Stop doing it, okay? Okay? And then it's covered. Okay? The the sin is covered. Now, let me tell you, if you you don't, uh, you know, if you're sin and you don't repent as a Christian, meaning stop doing it, guess what? Your sin's not covered. Okay? (laughs) You've got to stop doing it for it to work. Okay? God doesn't want a bunch of sinners around, even though, some Christians think that that's what God's talking about. No, you have, if a soul that sinneth, uh, as Paul says, if you're going to live in the flesh and do flesh things, meaning sinning, then you're going to die, even as a believer. Okay, so, and going back to Leviticus, so he's confessing when he goes to the priest. He's, t- he's telling the, the priest, I've sinned a sin, I need to do a sacrifice, a sin sacrifice. So the priest has to know, you know, what, he, what kind of sacrifice is being done here. All right? And he shall bring his trespass offering unto the Lord for his sin, which he has sinned, a female from the flock of the lamb, a flock, a lamb, or a kid of the goats, For a sin offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for him concerning his sin. So, you know, they had to, if they didn't know what they were doing was a sin, then when they did realize it was a sin, they had to take care of it and get it covered under the blood of an animal. Okay, every time they had a sin. Okay, and if he be not able to bring, and if he be not able to bring a lamb, then he shall bring for his trespass which he has committed two turtle doves or two young pigeons unto the Lord, one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. So you see, um, it depends on you know your ability to bring payment. And not everybody had lambs, or lambs that they could bring in sacrifice. They couldn't bring, you know, what if they only had one lamb? They couldn't bring a lamb to sacrifice for a sin. If they only had one lamb, they were poor. So, you know, God's, God doesn't force us, meaning Israel, doesn't force Israel to do something they're not capable of doing, see, and they, and they wouldn't be capable of bringing a lamb if they couldn't afford a lamb. See what I mean? So it's two doves. All right? And he shall bring them unto the priest, who shall offer that which is the sin offering first, and wring off his head from his neck, but shall not divide it asunder. And he shall sprinkle of the blood of the sin offering upon the side of the altar, and the rest of the blood shall he wring out at the bottom of the altar. It is the sin offering. So, by the way, just so you see, this is where the Catholics got their wrong impressions. See, if you look at Catholicism, what you're seeing is the Old Testament and the New Testament, you see. They're continuing in the rituals of the Old Testament connected to the Levitical priesthood. You see, if you sin a sin, you go to the priest. You see, the priest will take care of your sin for you. You'll have to do what the priest tells you to do. The priest has to do things for you for you to get rid of your sin. You see what I mean? That's all Old Testament. And that's, um, you know, what happened with Catholicism. Uh, They're confusing the, the grace of God and the gift of Jesus Christ for having to go back to do this type of work to cover sins. And, of course, they are, they're not talking about the animal part. They're talking about going to the priest part. Uh, they still keep the mediation of a man, a human, that uh, regular people don't have access to God, only priests do. That was Old Testament. That's not New Testament after Jesus. So, just so you know, this is where the Catholics came up with that stuff and and started to do that stuff. Eight. And he shall bring them unto the priest who shall offer that which is for sin offering first. Oh, wait a minute. Verse 10. And he shall offer the second for burnt offering according to the manner and the priest shall make an atonement for him for his sin which he has sinned and it shall be forgiven him. But, if he be not able to bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons, then he that sinned shall bring for his offering the tenth part of an ephah of fine flour for sin offering. He shall put no oil upon it, neither shall he put any frankincense therein, for it is a sin offering. So, you know, not everybody has the animals, and so he, everybody has flour. You know, they have to eat bread. So this is for. Um, the poorer people that didn't have animals, or the ones that weren't in the, in the country, if you lived in the city, you didn't necessarily have animals, you see, till he had, um, you know, flour. Okay. Then shall he bring it to the priest, and the priest shall take his handful of it, even memorial thereof, and burn it on the altar according to the offerings made by fire unto the Lord. It is a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him as touching his sin that he has sinned in one of these, and it shall be forgiven him. And the remnant shall be the priest as a meat offering. So um, God had it covered. The person, you know, they had to offer whatever it is they could afford to get what they had, you know. Um, And on the other hand, you know, if you had lambs, and flocks of lambs or goats or whatever, and you came with a flower, uh, God, you know, that's a sin. (laughs) God ain't going to accept your offering. That's number one. Number two, it's interesting, isn't it, that God provides for his um, priests. He provides for them. Uh, So the people, and it was, you know, this is all people in Israel. And so there was a lot of... um, Flour. There was a lot of food, there was a lot of stuff, and and so the priest was allowed to get this. See, the priest didn't have an inheritance, uh, you know, like the rest of Israel did. God took care of them. All right. And verse 14. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, If a soul commit a trespass and a sin through ignorance in the holy things of the Lord, Then he shall bring for his trespass unto the Lord a ram without blemish out of the flocks with the estimation by shekels of silver after the shekels of the sanctuary for a trespass offering. So God is letting Moses know um, these are sins of ignorance and how to atone for sins of ignorance. You see, we have Jesus, so we're all set. All we have to do is stop sinning, okay? And he shall make amends for the harm that he hath done in the holy thing, and shall add the fifth pot thereto and give it unto the priest, and the priest shall make an atonement for him with the ram of a trespass offering, and it shall be forgiven him. So, in in this case, you're talking about the holy thing, okay? So, this is something to do with if a man... Sins against something that was holy. And he didn't realize that something was holy. Um, But then he realized that something was holy. Then he has to make an atonement for it. Uh, For an example, if there was an animal or part of the food that the priests were eating, he he took that food, whatever. He didn't know it was the priest or something. Guess what? (laughs) He's guilty of that sin. So he has to bring that food back to the priest that he took. That's what it's talking about. Um, And it shall be forgiven him. If he doesn't do these things, then guess what? It's not going to be forgiven him. Uh, And, of course, we know in Christianity it's completely different. Jesus one time paid for for our sins, and once we stopped sinning, then guess what? The blood of Jesus covers that sin. And if a soul sin and committeth any of these things which are forbidden to do, to be done by the commandments of the Lord, though he wist it not, yet is he guilty and shall bear his iniquity. So you've got to understand that um, God doesn't um, excuse ignorance. When you sin in ignorance you're still sinning in God's eyes. So these crazy Christians that say, God reads your heart, and God knows that, you know, what you were really thinking or doing or whatever, and you didn't know what you were doing was wrong. um, Sorry. If it's a sin, it's a sin. And if it's um, verse 18, and he shall bring a ram without blemish out of the flock with the estimation for a trespass offering unto the priest, and the priest shall make an atonement for him concerning his ignorance. Man, they're going to have to have a lot of um, animals with all these sacrifices we see in Leviticus. Um, because every time, everyone did sins, depending on the sin, they had to go and do this. That's, you see what it was, and the uh, the mercy and grace of God that... He had Jesus sacrificed one time and there's no more sacrifice needed. It's amazing. Wherein he erred and wist it not, and it shall be forgiven him. So, of course, um, he's going to have to do a sacrifice. It is a trespass offering. He has certainly trespassed against the Lord. So, ignorance is not an excuse in God's eyes or in... Most law, you know, the law says ignorance is not a defense, okay? Uh, make So you make sure, and that includes uh, here in America, um, you know, if you make sure what you're doing is legal because you can't say, well, I didn't know it wasn't legal, you know, uh, I, that's not a defense. And that completes Chapter 5 of Leviticus. Until next time, we'll pick it up in Chapter 6. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com.